Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. Stress out about your money? Who isn't? With inflation running the highest in decades, rising interest rates, and recession alarms going off, it takes a very strong person to remain poised during these times. Now we've got people losing their jobs, quitting due to burnout, right? as well as other people that, because of medical circumstances, they're having to pay back all these medical bills. So if you're having a hard time, what do you do? And we all know that life cycles. I mean, even if these specific circumstances don't apply to you, dealing with your finances can be stressful mm. and money can be stressful. So we're going to talk about how to manage that stress. And our first thing, and I love that this is where we started, ground yourself. Mm-hmm. Just take a moment because when the world seems overwhelming, it's it, we all have our own coping skills. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's important to identify what those are and start there. And I think about grounding, right? And mm-hmm. with the, f- the first thing that comes to mind is just a, a tall, just strong like oak tree, right? Mm-hmm. With, you know, it's roots just deep mm-hmm. and how that allows it to kind of weather the storms, weather, you know, any any sort of, of difficulties that, that come its way. So when the world seems overwhelming to me and I feel unsure about things, nothing helps ground me more than getting up early working out and reading scripture. Now, I know that that's not, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's way of, of grounding, right? That's just kind of work, what works for me. So it definitely, I would say, figure out kind of what that is for you. I think one of the mistakes people tend to make is when life is stressful, they distract mm-hmm. in unhealthy ways. So maybe it's they just avoid the issue or yep. they don't think about it. They do things to stay busy But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about taking some time to just get your head straight. Get out of worrying about what you've done in the past. Don't sit and judge yourself or berate yourself for Mm -hmm. past experiences. But just take a moment to clear your head so that you can make rational decisions based on your values rather than your emotions. Yeah. And this is also just important because when you sit and just contemplate on all of the things that you have to do and all the crises going on in the world, that can easily become just overwhelming. So just being able to take a beat and just think about the next thing that you have to do. The best advice I ever got when going through my divorce was there was a a lady in my church who said, the big picture is scary. It's Mm -hmm. always going to be no matter what stage of life you're in. Focus on the next logical step. Mm -hmm. What is your next logical step? Is it that you just need to get out of bed and get dressed? Cool. Start there. And then once you're dressed, what's next? So if you're feeling overwhelmed with your money, start by just thinking about the next logical step for me is to stop shaming myself and clear my head of anything else that's distracting me so that I can focus on solving this problem first. When we were talking about uh, money stress, right, then then that, that next logical step might be to review your budget or your financial plan, right? Mm-hmm. So your budget is your guide uh, when it comes to short-term money decisions, right? So being able to just review that and analyzing it to see what adjustments you need to make mm-hmm. can go a long way to, one, just give you the awareness, right, of what is going on in your budget and yes. helping to kind of relieve that stress because then you can point to, okay, what the po- possible problem could mm-hmm. be. Rooting out the cause. Mm-hmm. And then your long-term guide is your financial plan. That's your roadmap to your future, and, and we always say your financial plan needs to be written out 
goals in general need to be written out because if it's on paper and it has a purpose, it can help get you back on track. You know, this year specifically, when it comes to our um, investment clients, those especially in retirement, this year's been ugly in the market. Mm -hmm. There's no getting around that. And inflation is high. But I had a conversation with a client just today that really encouraged me about what we do and why it matters. Hmm. He and several of his buddies get together regularly, and all of them are Gen Wealth clients, funny <laughs> enough. Um, but they were talking about the markets and all of that. And he said, the one thing I noticed is nobody was worried. Well, wow. They weren't truly worried. They were saying, man, these markets look ugly. But they knew their plan, and they knew that they were going to be okay. Wow. So it, it, it was really encouraging to hear that mm. um, because that's the goal of the plan is to help you stay the course even when storms come. So touch base with these these plans and ground yourself again to all the things that you already mm-hmm. had decided beforehand. Mm-hmm. So that's what we would say is possibly the your first best, logical step. Yeah, your yes. best next step there. Then making sure to do your homework on financing options. So this deals with the debt side of things. If you're dealing with debt, do you have the option to refinance any of your debts or negotiate your interest rates? Many people don't know that credit card companies are actually open to these types of conversations. So that may be mm-hmm. a great place to start if you're trying to deal with some debt that you've accumulated. Yeah, many people don't know that you could go into what's called a hardship plan which your credit card issuer may agree to lower your interest rates, suspend late fees, or even reduce your minimum payments for a temporary basis. Something to be mindful of when you do these, whatever amount that you kind of put under that umbrella needs to be something you can pay off in the time frame allotted. Because mm-hmm. often what they'll do is they'll backpedal and put all of that interest on at the full rate if you don't pay it off in time. So do take a moment again, looking at that. That's why looking at that budget was important first. Right. Because if you know how much you can tackle, then you can ask them only to set aside that amount within there. And then you can go back and ask for more later. And here's the thing, just to consider in that process as well though is that doing that and going into something like a hardship plan could impact your credit score Mm -hmm. but hey it's not going to be as bad as if you just stop paying your credit cards altogether yes and anytime you're dealing with bills or collectors of any kind communication is extremely important you know sometimes this goes back to that getting distracted the wrong way we kind of bury our head in the sand when financial stresses hit Um, But not communicating with them is way worse than being active. If they know that you're on top of it, they're going to be more apt to help you than if you just ghost them all of a sudden. Yeah, because in the end, credit cards are what is called unsecured debt. Yes. Meaning that there is no recourse for those credit card companies if you don't pay, right? They can't go after you. It's not like they can't take your car because you don't have anything held against it if right. they, you know if you're talking about credit cards exactly so it is in their best interest to make sure that you're able to pay what you can yes making sure that again you're reviewing that budget then going to the debt side of things because most people are let's face a lot it, of people are struggling out. with that yes. yeah and they're in debt right which that's what's causing their stress so kind of going in and getting the help that they need there uh, isn't that next best step but then we we need to also just make sure to keep our eyes ahead, right? Mm-hmm. Keep our eyes on what's coming and the opportunities that we have, you know, in in uh, our journey. 
Yes, there's lots of opportunities if you're just looking for them in your future. You know, maybe you got close to finishing a degree, but then you stopped for some reason. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's time to consider going back and finishing it if it's going to help you in the long run towards your goals. Or maybe it's time to say, you know what, the degree I'm pursuing, it's not something that I really could see myself doing and own that and move on. Right. You know, either one of those, whatever spectrum you're on. Um, maybe it's time to switch jobs or get an additional job just for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. I've had friends who, you know, the money just, there was more money, uh, more bills than there was paycheck every single month. And there was something that was going to end if they could just pay it off. Mm. And so they got a second job for about six months, paid that thing off, and they were much more in a much better position going forward because they had taken the time to do that. So, you know, I'm not saying you have to have two jobs your whole life, but sometimes it's what's needed if there's not enough wiggle room in that budget Mm -hmm. to just get things taken care of and tackled. And here's the the thing, right? It's because you can only increase your your revenue, meaning, Mm -hmm. you know, the money that, that you are making or cut costs. Yes. There's only one of two ways to deal with this money stress situation is you either got to make more money, mm-hmm. which often is not the case from what we review with people. It's not that they don't have enough money. That sometimes is the case. Right. Or you've got to cut expenses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, usually there's there's wiggle room in the expense side for most of the people that we've met with. But mm-hmm. if that's not the case, then go get another job for a little while. It's, you know, it's it's kind of stinks at first, but anything else you do, you know, if you do it for a period of time to get it done, you're going to feel better at the end of it. No, it was shocking to me to learn that most people that have over six figure salaries are still living paycheck to paycheck these days. Yes. A lot of us do what's called lifestyle inflation. So if we go and get a better paying job, what we tend to do is also increase our expenses Mm -hmm. so that we're really living the same basic kind of budget. Right. You know what I'm saying? So as far as what's left over at the end of the paychecks doesn't change mm-hmm. because we just increase our expenses. And you have the opportunity as you go through your financial careers to not do that. Now, I get when you're first starting out, you may really not be able to make it stretch very far. Yeah. But oh, yeah. as you mature in your career, you're more likely to have the ability to each time you get an increase in pay, not let all of that absorb into your expenses Mm -hmm. so that you have more margin to go towards your other goals. And even if it's not that you have a financial goal you're pursuing, just living with that margin gives you breathing room if something goes wrong. Yeah. I know that I've I've mentioned this uh, a time or two on, on the podcast or, uh, yeah, but the, the whole reason why I ever had any sort of credit card debt is because my first job out of college like, didn't even pay for, for my bills, right? So mm-hmm. I kind of used that to, to uh, make the difference to fill in that gap. And afterwards, uh, what I had to do is basically any raise that I got from then on, I would just find a way to live with the, the exact same budget mm-hmm. that I did during that first job, right? And so as I started making more, then I was finally able to then just pay off those credit cards with that extra money that I was making because I wasn't letting that extra money just... Count in the budget. Right, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yes, yeah, so you do have some tools that you can use there. Something that I am passionate about when it comes to meeting with people, though, is that you cannot drive forward looking in the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. It's not safe. In any part of your life, if you are focused on your failures or your perceived failures, which is more often the case, um, then you can't make the changes you need to going forward because you just can't see them. Right. And and if you, you know, we have people who say, well, I'm just bad with money. No, you're not. You just haven't built the discipline. And that's something that's taught. None of us came into this world with a high IQ financially. Mm -hmm. We had to learn things along the way. 
many of us did not learn them from our parents. I have some wonderful clients who are very intentional with their kids, but that is not the norm from my experience. No. So if, if you spend that time, you know, really focused on where you came from, other than just to learn from it, then you're wasting time. Right. Yeah. Again, you just got to keep your eyes ahead and then go back to the basics right kind of Mm -hmm. like what you just said if you are looking back right it's to learn right and one of the things that we can do uh, is go back to the basics so making sure that you've got the right amount of emergency savings right and this is again back uh, after you've already uh, looked at your budget Mm -hmm. then you know made sure to kind of get the help that you need from you know creditors anything like that and uh kind of gotten gotten yourself up out of that rut that Mm -hmm. we kind of tend to let ourselves into uh, mentally so uh, once you've done that then again making sure going back getting the right amount of emergency savings making a plan to pay off all non-mortgage debt and kind of uh, to your point you've uh, mentioned this earlier but that might seem overwhelming to some folks so what can they do they can start by making a commitment today not to add anymore if you're not at a point where you can continue pay down the debt you can at least stop the bleeding right and that's a great thing to do is just say you know what from this point forward if i can't pay cash for it it doesn't get purchased and that'll at least stop the bleeding so that you can then heal right yeah and then go back and make sure that you have retirement uh, savings set to Mm -hmm. be able to meet your goals I love when we talk about going back to basics. I always think of sports analogies. I'm mm-hmm. not someone who typically thinks of those, but this particular one does. Um, because when when you think about, um, there's a coach, it's Auburn's coach. Help me, Mark. I don't know his name. Saban? Nick Saban. We watched a video once at one of our trainings. Alabama, but yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> don't kill me, people. Um, <laughs> but we watched a video once of him talking about his coaching style. And one of the things he talks about is he doesn't want his players to watch the scoreboard. He wants them to execute each play mm-hmm. independently well. Wow. And so that's what I think of when I think about going back to the basics is it's you're executing the plays that are going to move you forward financially mm-hmm. one step at a time. Back to that logical steps. That's right. Focusing on the things that are manageable so that you can have the progress you want. It's really insane to think about how much our perception of how things are going yes. can affect just our, our daily actions. Yes. So, yeah, no, I love that. Um, and here's the thing, you know, we hear about it all the time, stats on people stress out about their finances. It's one of the top reasons for divorce, family conflicts, and general stress in the lives of most Americans today, according to a 2020 study conducted by The Ascent. So you have the power to alleviate some of the stress by grounding yourself, reviewing your plan, doing your homework on financing options, and keeping your eyes ahead. And if you're in a good spot financially, don't let yourself get complacent. People who are fit can't stop working out and expect the same results going forward. So make sure to keep your financial priorities in check for a healthy balance. That's a wrap for us today. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and tune in next time as Talking Sense goes to the movies. Thanks for listening to the Talking Sense podcast. And if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The GenWealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. 
General Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.